Welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast. I'm Armin, and I'm here with someone who'd rather be getting a root canal and who's only ever been wrong once. Camille Pereira! One of those parts is right. I'm guessing it's the root canal part. 100%. (laughs) Because you've been wrong many times. Get out. Get out. I I have to go. I'll put down the mic. Um, Should I drop the mic? Don't. Don't. We have Lisa Vanderpump in the house. <laughs> but um, happy to be here. This was a wild episode. You know how much I love BH. So much went down, Camille. I feel like we should get right into Let's it. Let's just dive in. Let's like, start with the like we're in Bahamar. Bahamar, <laughs> as Dorit says. Speaking of Dorit, lots of tension between her and Lisa <sighs> when they're on the balcony, and she's like. The chairman and I are the only people who have ever stayed here. And Lisa's like, oh my God, get over yourself. <laughs> There's a lot of accents to juggle here. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like back and forth between Dorit and Lisa pretty much the entire episode. And it's pretty obvious that Lisa has not given up on this whole dog thing. She's not She's not forgiven Dorit. Harboring so much resentment. for a little bit, I think. Um, so anyway, we get to Bahamar. It's a lovely hotel. Everyone seems to be having a great time. We get to the top of the build of, you know, to their house where they're having drinks and all that stuff. And before we get into the full drama, Denise shows up wearing an outfit that no housewives of Beverly Hills will ever wear. And the reaction was probably my favorite thing I've ever seen. Oh God. (laughs) That was that was iconic. Erica like gave her a death stare. <laughs> She's like, look at all this stuff I worked on. How dare I you? I have a, chair, a 72 I have 70 inches inch of hair. Ponytail. And, and you came in a tank top? <laughs> no, thank you. No, I mean it's crazy. I love Denise's reaction. I think she's wonderful. She's she's an icon. She's so icon. authentic. And that was so uncharacteristic of a Beverly Hills house. 100%. That would have totally fit in to the vibe of Roni, for example. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They are much more casual. But in Beverly Hills, that never happens. But that's why I love it. I love that she's breaking the norms. Mm -hmm. Because not every Beverly Hills housewife dresses in very expensive PJs or whatever the hell they were dressed in. (laughs) Like some Beverly Hills housewives. And I guess because Denise isn't, she's a Malibu housewife. Mm -hmm. There you go. (laughs) That's why she's kind of like breaking the mold a little bit. I like. No, her. I love Denise. She's the best. You know, it's funny because like Beverly Hills is such a. It's always been like you get dressed up to go to a barbecue kind of place. So it's just great to see this person who is more famous, like historically or overall, yes. than any of these women ever have been. And she's so much more down to earth than any of them are. At least in terms of fashion. She doesn't need to compensate. She doesn't. She really doesn't. But I love that she was like, I, I packed wrong. I packed wrong. <laughs> and Rinna, like, Rinna kind of giving her the bad advice. Oh my God. Rinna fucked up on that. Really in a big way. Or she was playing the game a little bit. Oh, Rinna. Hinting at something. Their names are both Lisa for a reason. Um, let's it's get the Lisa the, gene, Let's isn't get it? into the other Lisa. Because she's obviously kind of off and understandably so you know she just lost her brother um jiggy who's 
basically a child of hers at this point is going to need a pacemaker. There's like a lot of like, like Kyle put it in a really great way. There's a lot of ups and downs going on in her life right now. She's got Tom, Tom, she's got a lot of success, you know, but then, you know, there's these big life events and these big like relationship events that are happening to her. And it's kind of really throwing her. And I think she's kind of off. She's not the same Lisa that we know of. And I think that that's a big, it's really telling why all of this is happening that that is gonna that we're gonna talk about later, you know, all of this this kind of I'll call it messiness. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think she is a little bit off. She's trying to do her her routine of like being a little bit of a producer. Yeah. But I think she's not as like, you know, as tight as she normally is. And it starts at the kickback mm-hmm. when her and Kyle are like dancing around the subject yeah. of Dorit and the dog and Rena's there. And Rena's like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. Fill me in. And Lisa's like, I don't want you to talk about it. I I, I just yeah. want to move past it. Like, can we not bring this up anymore? Yeah. But that basically instigates mm-hmm. what's to come next. Not just... A Rena investigation. Not just, I don't want to talk about it. Let's move on. Continue the conversation. And I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Silence. And... I think Rena's right in this later after after this, you know, the next morning, they basically go and Rena's talking to Le- to Teddy and Kyle about it and says what I'm about to say, like, you know, she's kind of leaving this open, like she doesn't want to be the person who says anything about Dorit or who is the person who brings this drama on camera, but she's leaving it open for everyone else to do it. So then she can be like, oh, well, I didn't say it. I didn't bring it up. John Blizzard brought it up at the shelter or at at Vanderpump Dogs. Kyle's the one who told Lisa about it. Teddy knows, you know, all this kind of stuff. So she's saying, oh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Hoping that Kyle is going to be like, well, this is what it. This is what happened. But Kyle and Lisa never wanted exactly, to talk. Exactly, exactly. Kyle, but Dorit is the villain. Mm-hmm. Kyle is not taking the bait. Teddy's not taking the bait, and Lisa Rinna is about to call her out. So Lisa Rinna is like completely shining a light on all of this, which is you know both good and bad, of course. Um, As she called it, Vanderpump One Hundred and One. <laughs> She's not yeah, wrong about she's that. She's not. She she's she's studied. She watched all of her. She watched the season two of Housewives. Some of the best IG stories I've ever seen. Wild, wild. She was doing her homework. She's yeah. coming back with a vengeance. It was fun. <laughs> I I think uh, Lisa Vanderpump has the moniker of Bobby Fisher for a reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. She plays chess better than the rest. Is that was that a motto of his? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah it was it really was it rhymed no. so i was like oh okay i'm just saying like she has always been yeah. the master of manipulation the master mm-hmm. of producing out of any of the franchises yeah. well so let's fast forward a little bit because now i'd like to to talk about lisa Rinna kind of producing um we go to the island this like private island very fire fest very mm-hmm. you know rhobh meets fire yeah, exactly um beautiful and Rena, Except it was everything that Firefest wished it could be but wasn't. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe one day they'll do a Housewives by Firefest. They need Evolution Media to host oh the next Firefest. Can you imagine? That would be ideal. Um, but Lisa Rinna, Lisa Messy Rinna, as I have now dubbed her, um, decides to at the at this like lunch, um, be like, 
Dorit brought us all here so we could air out our grievances. <laughs> so everybody, if you have something to say with the other ladies, say it. Be honest. Bring it up. Which is like, of course, everyone is kind of tried to move on and so Lisa Rinna's now giving this a platform and making everyone rehash old drama which is wild. But nobody had much to rehash. Nobody really did have much to I mean they kind of were just like oh Camille's like I'm cool with you now Doree even though we we had problems last season I'm cool with you now. It was kind of like a wonderful um, production moment where they just kind of recap last season like previously on I'm cool with you now Doree. We had problems before Teddy but now we're good. The only one that we didn't have problems with at least you know like a specific incident was lisa vanderpump and erica now lisa vanderpump brings up the fact that erica didn't call her but just sent her a few lines in quotes a few lines which is so wild to say i mean it's just so weird it's just very weird to say and she does slip. about a condolences card. Like, yeah, like mm, uh, no, but don't don't split hairs over this. Come on, it, I I one hundred percent side with Erica sometimes, and Erica and, and Lisa have had a rocky past, so it's not like Erica should feel so comfortable to call Lisa in that moment. She's I think did a really respectful thing to be like, I'm letting you know that I'm here. We're thinking of you. Um, I wanted to send something, but I just want to let you have your space because who knows? Everybody grieves differently. Everybody grieves differently and everybody has different forms of expressing their condolences. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And you never know where the line is Mm -hmm. and you don't want to cross that line and that boundary. Yeah. Especially when someone is in such a delicate, fragile time of their lives. Totally. I know some people who don't want to be called when these kind of things happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And I get it. Yeah, 100%. So maybe Erica's thinking Lisa's traditionally been pretty cold herself. Mm -hmm. And she wouldn't want to be bombarded by phone calls. Right. She's already probably dealing with enough. Like, let me just send something. I get it. She can deal with it on her own. She can, you know, reach out if she wants to. Um, So I think there's two things that I want to note here, which is the first one being basically how Erica is kind of so quickly shuts it down. Because she does not want this to have been done in front of this group and on camera in this way. But I will defend myself to mm-hmm. the fucking bone. Exactly. That was pretty iconic. That was iconic. I mean, <laughs> this is the thing. She was like, I would have been happy to go over this in private, but I see what you're trying to do here. You're trying to make there be some kind of drama here with me. You're trying to make it look like I was a bad guy. I didn't think of you the same way you did with Pink Dog or whatever it was. Um and so Erica even went so far as to take a picture of the card she sent, knowing that it might come back to her, which is brilliant. And I don't think she needed to do that. I don't think Lisa is going to misrepresent the words. No, no. But three anything. lines. She's making it sound like it's not a lot of, you know, there no, wasn't very I know. tender. No, I know. Lisa's in the wrong. Yeah. All I'm saying is... Hey I don't man, think it was necessary. You are on Housewives. You better come with receipts. Receipts, yep. Otherwise, but do you don't think like bother. Lisa would have fucking burned it and then claimed like, <laughs> "Oh, you just wrote like here for you." It's possible. Like, dash Erica it's, Jane. It's very possible. You think that's possible? It's okay. very possible. I'm just saying. I don't think you Lisa Vanderpump is that evil. 
You gotta, you gotta be on ready no matter what. With I stander pump, okay? Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm a Vanderpump stan. I'm a stander pump, but I will call Lisa out when she does fuck up. I will. I will. Don't make me out to be a bad guy. Yep, exactly. I love when she shoves the bowl. Like she, yeah. she puts her spoon into the bowl to take a bite, and then she like shoves it. She doesn't even eat it. There's a fly in it. Just kidding. I don't know. Um, Another thing it was I just an know. edit like that. Yeah. She happened before Lisa called her out. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, another thing I do want to mention, and this kind of circles back to me when I said um, that I think Lisa's a little off her game, is she goes to she when she's bringing this up, she goes, "You and I," referring to Kyle. You and I spoke about it. Kyle goes, "What do you mean we talked? We spoke about it, or like right. I was talk? You were talking to me about it." She's like, "Well, I told you about it." And, and she's like, like okay, yeah, you told me yeah, about you it. We were told me about, about it. it. We didn't speak about it. Because I there is talk- an insinuation mm-hmm. that if we talked about yeah. it, there was like an agreement. Exactly. And Kyle. I'm Kyle's like, like, I received I'm the info. I'm actually really, I'm like, good for you, Kyle. Because like, she's been very, you know, assertive with Lisa this season. And I think that that's really good because Kyle has been pretty passive and pretty like peacemaker. This season, I'm feeling like Kyle's become like this new kind of I think I think this drama with her sisters and like she's faced a lot of like kind of roughness it's kind of strong it's like strengthened her I'm loving this like new Kyle who's like I'm not gonna take this she's a vet now I'm into it and I feel like she's not only assertive she's also astute Mm -hmm. like she immediately picked up on the fact that uh, Lisa Vanderpump was kind of trying to set her up at Vanderpump Dogs yeah Yeah. like she picked up on that I'm not doing it I'm not doing it yeah so um it's like, okay. why, why are you having the dog come out here? And uh, it's, it's a lot of interesting things. Um, <laughs> why are you saying, do you recognize that dog? Yeah, yeah. Don't do this to me. Don't do this. I or, think or, before. Well, also, it was, more, it was more that she was trying to say you didn't come to Tom Tom. That. Yeah. Yes. Right. It was more that that, that set her off. True. The dog thing, she was like a little like confused, confused about. Right. But the Tom Tom thing, she was like, thing. no, we're not doing this. She shut it down. Yeah. So I want to move now. Can I quickly, though, yeah. make a Vander um, pump point? A, a standard point or a standard <laughs> pump claim um, because just shout out to Lisa for trying to give us something this season. <laughs> After years of entire seasons dedicated to Pantygate and arguments over whether the correct type of wine glass was used. <laughs> you know what? Lisa came into the season and was like, I'm going to give us some storylines. And At like, everyone else's expense. That's how it works. <laughs> and I have a theory about this in regards to Lisa Rinna, which I'll expound upon later, but that's the game, okay? Yeah, I get it. And I just want to pay some respect to Lisa Vanderpump, who is trying to at least play the game. Hey, I would say this about Lisa Vanderpump. I think every season she comes ready to play the game, and I don't think that there's ever been a season where she hasn't kind of produced kind of given herself an arc in any season i just think that in some seasons she is more delicate about it and is a little bit better at covering her tracks than others um and a lot of the times she has the upper hand this case like i said i think she slipped a little bit because she's not in the same headspace as she normally is Look, i don't think she's on her game she allowed a whole season to go by where the only drama was that dorit was upset that they used like a <laughs> champagne glass Touché. for some sauvignon blanc yeah like lisa let that happen but she came into this season hot like i'm mm-hmm. going to go after dorit for this dog mess which was she, kind of her fault in a honestly, way honestly she knows she knows how 
to take an issue and kind of not exploit, but yeah, like use it to her benefit. I just want to pay respect to that because we watch for the drama. Of course. So good for Lisa. Okay. Let's move now to the dinner um, where all the ladies are coming together and uh, they all go to the bathroom and then Kyle goes to Lisa. (laughs) I feel weird about Dorit not knowing about this, that everybody's talked about this dog thing. And I don't feel like she should be in in the dark about this. And then Dorit comes back and Kyle fills her in. And Dorit starts getting offended. And it goes, she and and Lisa Vanderpump go back and forth. Lisa Vanderpump then basically is like, well, no, it's not a big deal. We're over it. But like, you should have brought the dog to me. And, um, And then tries to kind of blame it on Teddy. She's like, oh, well, Teddy was the one who's talking about it. And she's like, no. I was told by John Blizzard, then John brought the dog and paraded it around Vanderpump dogs. I didn't do it. And then Lisa Vanderpump says, well, I didn't think Teddy was such a gossip. (laughs) Which, okay, Lisa, I agree with you that Dorit should have taken it to you. I agree. I agree that it was, it's a really shitty thing to find find out that your dog especially because it puts your your dog uh shelter's reputation at at risk oh yeah um to find that same dog at a kill shelter that's horrible lisa didn't vet the the family yeah they didn't vet the family and that's that's a problem um i think that if dorita just said look i know this is like i hate to do this but they did bite my kids and they bought they bit pk like i need to, i can't we can't have the dogs i think lisa would have been understanding she probably would have given her shit like kyle said i don't think that that would have been like you know the easiest oh i understand totally no problem <laughs> but i do think that that would have avoided the most amount of drama this would have been something like dorit would have come out looking fine because it's like you know you can explain it away right dog bit my kids i just can't have them at my home i just it's not it's not i working. mean yeah if you bring it back to lisa you it's know not what i mean deal, then yeah. it's not a big deal dorit did not it, what happened afterwards is not her fault but the way that the the whole arrangement is being set up makes dorit look bad and so that's why and the main issue is that lisa would commission her employees yeah. to bring that exactly. very same dog out in front of the cameras mm-hmm. as Kyle and Teddy are visiting Vanderpump dogs. Mm-hmm. And that's what Rinna is calling her out uh, for. And Lisa's like, well, those are my employees. Yeah, I didn't have I anything do? to do with that. 400, I have a 400 like, It's Vanderpump dogs, okay? And why aren't you lambasting your employee mm-hmm. then? Because you don't seem too mad at him. Yeah. And, and then they're all basically calling out Lisa for what they feel is a setup. Mm-hmm. And Lisa, who feels ganged up on, who feels like she she feels like she's orchestrated this all very cleanly. She's really not involved in any way. She starts to turn everything on to Teddy. And she goes, well, well, how did John Blizzard tell you? And kind of like insinuate that they 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 had they were in cahoots they were planning these things and Teddy's like no it doesn't matter how he told me it's the fact that he told me and you know that's your employee he was telling me and making it a gossip I'm you know we're friends of and course and the he's fact that gossip. the dog was again but then when you parade yeah when you parade it around in front of the cameras you make it a storyline then it looks bad for Dorit it it is a it is a you know a kind of 
calculated move on Vanderpump's part. Because I'm sure Dorit would have rather this story not gone out in public, and yeah. it probably didn't have to. It probably if it didn't wasn't on the show. Nobody. I mean, would it really would have gone out. I'm sure somehow. Yeah. So it would have been but, a page six. Yeah, exactly. Column. But it wouldn't have been a storyline, right? Because that, as we as we've learned in past seasons, the storyline one one little issue can last an entire season. Yep. So the main thing, I well, one thing before we get into the meat of it, I want to say. Denise Richards, yet again, is an icon <laughs> to the end. This is one of the best Housewives pickups I have ever seen. She is, she's the best. She's like, what are they She's like, about? I have no idea what's going on. I'm lost, first of all. Then Camille's like, oh, it's about a dog. She's like, okay. And then when Teddy leaves and everyone's like, you know, huddling around Dorit, She's like, I don't think you should have. I don't. I definitely agree. Like, I think that she should have, you know, taken the dog to you. But I don't think that your employee should have been talking about it. I agree with her on that. And I love that she was able to kind of, because she's not involved in any way. She has no real alliances to anyone. She even. You could even argue that she was kind of connecting with Lisa. They both have adopted kids. You know, they were connecting. They went to the massage together. She still was like, no, I just. I think you're wrong for doing that. Which then causes Lisa to change her mind. This is a, an example of the messiness of the kind of slipping that I think that Lisa's having this season. And Rinna says that explicitly. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like, I feel like Vanderpump is slipping. And you can tell, like, it's very obvious. And that statement, by the way, it's sort of meta because mm-hmm. as the audience, you have to ask yourself, how is she slipping? Mm hmm. And Rinna is referring to the greater Housewives game. And to let you guys a little bit behind the curtain. Now, we don't have a lot of insider info, but we have some knowledge of how these productions work. And remember, they're not being filmed 24-7. Every time they do a shoot, it's calculated. There's a purpose. There's a narrative purpose. They have to be mic'd up beforehand. Mm-hmm. There has to be a location. The location itself has to agree <laughs> for them to be able to shoot there. It's not like they just live their lives. So there is a certain game to it. And they each have like producers that they work with to, to develop a storyline. Now, it's supposed to be true to, as true to life as possible. Um, a lot of the drama and a lot of the tension and the feuds are authentic, mm-hmm. no doubt. Um, but there is still some cooperation involved between mm-hmm. the individuals and the production company to make it all happen, to make right. the, the movie magic, right? Yeah. So I just want to point out that Rinna is, for one, breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. When she's talking about the setup, when she is talking about how everyone has their role to play in Lisa Vanderpump's game and how it is a game and how Lisa is slipping. But I also want to point out that I feel like it's kind of, unjust to the process to the reality (laughs) tv process because any one of them at any point could kind of like disrupt the system and Mm -hmm. disrupt the universe by saying hey you're producing you're playing a game you're doing this for the camera this is obvious rinna Mm -hmm. you're using this as a trump card against lisa vanderpump because i guess you feel like it's a nuclear option of sorts but Rinna is doing that herself in this very same episode. 
she had her own setup. That's true. At lunch, when she says, hey, yeah. let's all air out our grievances, that is a setup, mm-hmm. an obvious setup. Yeah. So I just find it a little bit insincere. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I'm also a huge fan of it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's hard for me to explain. Like, a part of me just doesn't like it because I'm like, Rina, let it play out. Mm-hmm. Like, let Vanderpump play her game and let's see how Dorit reacts to it. Right. But she's disrupting the system in a way. But another part of me is like, I kind of love Rinna disrupting the system. I just hope that doesn't become a recurring theme. Right. I think... Because that's annoying. Right. This is reality TV. Of course. And we all get it. I think what 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 it's doing is like, instead of letting it play out and then calling her out for it, she's kind of stopping it in its tracks. She's kind of fast forwarding this process a little bit. And for that, I kind of think it's great. Because we've gotten, you know, the brandies of the world kind of, insinuating that things have been calculated or whatever it is. That was Lisa, the whole season four yeah. narrative, right? And With Lisa, the magazine exactly. issue. And Lisa Rinna doing the same. You know, we've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, like she's she's done all of this and we're finding out later and now it's kind of too late. We're going to, uh, you know, address it at the reunion, but there's not much that can be done in the season. So for that, I kind of love this. It's disrupting this plan so it can't be fully you know, executed the way that she was thinking originally, and it allows us to go into a different direction. All right, which I so you're think saying is it's like innovative cool. disruption. I think it's innovative. See, disruption. At first, I was thinking it was like regressive disruption, yeah. where it's like we're going backwards here. No, I think it's innovative. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to play out well. I mean, okay. obviously, we've never had something so. We've never had a situation that's going to put these people into um, instances where they kind of have to acknowledge that they're on yeah. a show and that they're doing a show and that and they're on the offensive, kind like of a, yeah, really early. like and aware of all of it. Yeah, really early on, we're already getting these like weird setups and all this kind of stuff. So it's, I think it's going to be really interesting to watch. I don't know if this is something I want her to do every season, but I do think that this is going to show. It's gonna, it's gonna play out really well for the viewers, and and. I want to bring this theory up to Kevin O'Keefe. Let's do it. Because I'd love for him to write an essay <laughs> on why Beverly Hills seems to be the only franchise that goes into this territory. I was going to just bring that up because I I wanted to mention, like, you know, it seems like their lives, we've had instances like, you know, the Taylor Armstrong thing and even in season three and even in season four where we acknowledge that there are things that they're trying to hide from the, from the cameras or there's things that they're trying to set up on the cameras. And and I wonder if it's because of Lisa Vanderpump because it's, it's mm-hmm. not, um, it's kind of a, she set that cultural tone for the I franchise. Think so. I think she's the one who's manip- who's the best at manipulating these scenes. I don't know if there's a lot of like, scene makers like producers that are you know housewife producers on on, on many of the other seasons i feel like you know phaedra tried failed Mm -hmm. jill tried failed i mean like everyone who does it at least if they're doing it does it in a more natural way it's not so thought out and i think that lisa is wonderful like i love her and i you know i'm a vanderstand um so it's standard pump. Oh, thank you very sorry. much. Sorry. Okay. Um, but <laughs> I understand is actually probably way better. <laughs> um, but I, but I think that, you know, I, I think it must, it must have something to do with her because it is, it is. And, and I don't know. That is Lisa a, and Kyle are like the one or the two common denominators mm-hmm. between all nine seasons. It's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's interesting. I mean, the Taylor thing was wild. I've never seen anything like that um, in any season, maybe with the exception of Atlanta season nine. Like, Yeah, it's it's just interesting to me because Roni, for example, they never really delve into the production element. No, no. They, nev- really. they rarely break the fourth wall. Mm. Season three was the one time it kind of happened, but it only happened in the reunion. Yeah, right. When they openly talked about how production had certain, to take away, yeah. Yeah, and like certain um, castmates have tried to convince other castmates yeah, yeah, not to right. film with, you know, That's probably that the most with. common one is like, whoa, they said they weren't going to film with us or yeah. whatever. That's probably the most common, but, but it's never been But in season Roni, they never get into mm-hmm. this stuff. But yeah. Beverly Hills always does. Yeah. I just wonder why. Maybe it's a personality thing. It could be. It could be. And I, who knows? I mean, it's just, it's very interesting. It is like definitely a trademark of it. Yeah. And they each have their own characteristics. Well, I think we covered this episode in depth. Yeah. I cannot wait okay. until next week. Come Quick on. little teaser. So in this, um, in the preview for next, next week's episode, we get a little, a little moment where Ken had John Blizzard print out all the text between him and Teddy. Now I paused it and and zoomed in on the on the text, and I see one from Teddy that says, "Bring the dog in front of the cameras to me on Vanderpump Dogs at Vanderpump Dogs, and I will say that I recognize it." And it's Teddy from Teddy, and that is really damning. That's so, damning. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting. That means Teddy was orchestrating the setup. Okay, but here's my my potential theory. This is going to be a whole season see, of me making potential theories. I stand or pump. Okay. What if the actual drama is that Lisa forged these? No chance. How do you know? I stand her bump. What do you think? Like, what do you think? I mean, because what she gets so mad about has to be something Teddy tweeted big. that she can print out texts too and texts can be deleted. Mm. So maybe there's context missing from those texts. Ah. Ah. But still, even sending that singular text. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it, it looks, looks bad, bad for you. It looks I don't bad. care what the context is. You are explicitly saying in this single text, let's let's do the setup. Or what if it was like... Or what if John pump- Blizzard said, hey, yeah. Lisa wants to do this plan and Teddy's in agreement? Well, she's still... Or what if it's she's like... She's still an accomplice. What if it was like... Lisa Vanderpump told me she wanted to bring the dog out. And then, like, it's a clarification text. Like, she already sent the first one. She's like, have her bring the dog out in front of me and say that I'll... And I so she's an accomplice. No, no, no. She's, she's not agreeing to it. She's just saying this is what she wanted her to do. The way it read, it. though. I know. But what if they deleted that? That's what I'm trying to say. Eh. <laughs> I'll eh. never know. I'll never know until eh. next episode. I don't know. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this recap. Yes, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.